afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, your comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. Uh, welcome to 2012. Oh, Pat, how you doing? Look at you. You're looking great this year. Oh, thanks. Thanks. I've been, uh, I've been, I've been really putting, I've trying to, been, to put it together for this year. You're still Pat Francis? Uh, yeah, and who are you? Gary Lucy. Fantastic. We weren't replaced like they do sometimes with that, uh, that at the movie sneak preview show. Right, exactly. All of a sudden they hire someone else that's got a good thumb. Remember when they got new Duke... New uh, one. <laughs> How's it going? We had special guest Preston Lucy's in the house yeah, today. Yeah, Gary's uh, son. He's, uh, he's got his cans on. He's watching something on his computer so we can swear. If, if we swear, he won't hear it. We're I'm going to try not to. Week seven of the winter break here at the LAUSD. <laughs> it tends to go on and on a bit. Does he start back uh, this week? Uh, no, no, next week. So, Oh, my God. A few more days. But uh, no, it's good. It's good. Get uh, Gives us time to get the crops in. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so that's a good thing. But, uh, Silent Partners here, Matt Belknap. And uh, this uh, show, a little bit special, we're just going to we're gonna dispense with all the foo Yeah. And, and uh, just get right down and do, uh, take a look back at 2011. Oh, what a year that was. Talk about things we liked or things we don't like. Yeah. We got maybe. a new theme song, too. <laughs> Emerging trends. Uh, press that. <laughs> Hold on. Preston just said, Gary's going to go put a... You fooling the people. I'm going to go fine. It's put fine. the kibosh on It's fine. Okay. Gary's leaving. <laughs> okay. I can't believe Gary ooh, just grabbed his kid, <laughs> grabbed him by the scruff of the neck and threw him against the wall. Did nothing. I saw angry Gary. I know. <laughs> I've never seen an angry Gary before. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, that was uh, 2011, man. It seems like only yesterday. Was it? Do you think it was Day a good year for music? It was an iffy year for music. There was uh, there was good things. There was bad things. Um, we're going to hear some of the best, and you brought some of the worst. Well, you would probably think I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, did I tell you what, I, there's 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 no band on here that you might never have heard me talk about before. I was I was trying to focus on ones I hadn't mentioned <laughs> what? before, but uh, I did want to start off with a uh, with the first ever rock solid flip flop. Uh oh, I. Uh, I was I was I was you know making up all my all my best lists and uh, uh, back when 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 we did the justified or uh, unwarranted on that that uh, Lana Del Rey video games and I kind of slagged it off but that song is haunting that's a that's a great song I think that's what that might be my my favorite song of the year there you go and then I give I give a free pass to Coldplay what the hell that's garbage <laughs> you've you've sunk into Coldplay a little more and you don't yeah, like that CD uh, it's not good. But uh, anyway, so I just I just wanted to. How's it do? Is it selling? Is that Coldplay CD selling at all? I don't think any record sells anymore. I think uh, I think think kids download it and then just throw it away. Buble, Buble sells. Buble, Michael, uh, silent partner uh, Matt Belknap says Michael Buble sells. Buble Nation, man, that's what it's all about. (laughs) But uh, well, well, let's uh, kick things off here. I want to do. May I begin? Yeah, you may begin. This uh, this is one that that I did start about, and this is. uh, Favorite record of the year, favorite concert of the year, definitely Wild Flag, and uh, this uh, I think uh, uh, just just great. And I know you love the Cars, and I know you uh, have an appreciation for Patti Smith. Yes. So I think this is the uh, this is a song that uh, combines the best of both, and it's called uh, Endless Talk, and it's uh, right here on Rock Solid. Wild Flag. You saw them at the Roxy, right? Yeah. Yeah, 
by Roxy, I mean Troubadour, but Oh, that's definitely Carr's keyboard there. Those cars backing vocals. Yeah, anyway. that's good. All right, that's so good. We are in it. I like it. Too. That yeah. song, real quick. I think that album is like five bucks on Amazon MP3. Is that right? Get so, your mitts on it. At least it was last time I checked. So get get up on that. Yeah, it's it's, it's good listening. It's celebration of music. You know what's great about music, and uh, I think five I, bucks. Yeah. That's that's where we're at in music. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> and the new season of uh, Portlandia starts this week, so it's big uh, big times for uh I've never Terry seen Brown's Portlandia. Game. Oh, it's good. You know, the, get on the Portlandia wagon. Check it out. Check it out. But, but that's neither here nor there. Let's talk about, let's take a look back at what you liked. Well, I like the Portlandia soundtrack. Really? Uh, What's that yeah, like? It's weird. <laughs> uh, this, is, uh, this, is, um, this is probably the newest artist on my list. And she's been around uh, for 10 years. Hmm. Um, uh, this is a little uh, Avril Lavigne oh. from her album Goodbye Lullaby. I like this album uh, top to bottom. I can put it on and listen to it when the kids aren't in the car because she likes to swear. Mm-hmm. And this, is, uh, this was a single, What the Hell? What the Hell? I can't stop, cause I'm this is her inner uh, um, Tony Basil coming out. <laughs> Chicks gotta get crazy. But I, uh, I own all of Avril Lavigne's albums, and uh, when I first bought her first album, uh, my wife said, "You're a dirty old man." <laughs> but now she's 27, so I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, now, I can do it now." Now it's more appropriate. I guess it's more appropriate if you if you want to. But that's my inner. Uh, that's my inner. Um, uh, Twelve-year-old girl when I listen to Avril Lavigne, but I like it. I'll never uh, forget um, the first time I heard that Skater Boy song. I was oh, yeah. in um, Home Depot in that little tool corral they had, yep. and there's some, they, there was some power drill that had a radio in it for some reason. Oh, cool! And it was and it was playing uh, Skater Boy, and it seemed like you know this that song seemed appropriate coming out of a power tool for sure. some reason. It was like sure. it made sense. Like, ooh, ooh. I would love to see Tim <laughs> Allen use that drill. Preston loved that. Loved it. Loved it. Uh, hey, speaking of girls, like Avril Lavigne, that's yeah. uh, that's my uh, next one. I want to talk about this uh, great uh, band called Girls from San Francisco that uh, didn't get a lot. Of that another great album this year, and uh, they're one of those young bands that make you hopeful for the uh, future of rock. And uh, this is a song called Honey Bunny on Rock Solid. Let's hear it.
like that. A little surf riff thing there. Yeah, it's a little, thing. little Dick Dale action happening on that. There was San Francisco. there. Yeah, totally. And uh, it, there, the the main guy Chris Owens was. Uh, he grew up in one in some weird Christian cult, like the Children of God or something like that. But oh. he escaped to uh, rock and roll. And um, yeah, they have they have two great albums and an EP out. Very prolific, I think. Uh, I think I think rocks in good hands. I, think. I like that. Uh, I like that they, the kid's got a bony body and he's got dirty hair. Yeah, it's exactly. Hair. <laughs> as it should be the opposite of me. My hair's very clean and I'm not bony. <laughs> and uh, the ladies love you. That's right. Well, yeah. <laughs> I live with three ladies. Uh huh. My wife and two daughters. Um, so the next, uh, I have two now that I want to play uh, in succession. Yes. Because in 2011, uh, some old bands they they brought the rock. Hmm. And the first band is a band that I don't even like this band. I didn't like this band in their heyday, but I uh, I stumbled onto this album because um, I review albums for uh, www.popculturebeast.com. And uh, this is the uh, this is the reunion album by a band called Mr. Big. He's got <laughs> wow. Billy Sheehan, amazing bass player, Paul Gilbert. I mean, the, the individually great players and singers, but I just I never really got into them. Uh, this song is called Undertow, and this is uh, Mr. Big in 2011. <laughs> Since the last 20 years never happened. I know. This is a drug addiction song. My clip might be too long. <laughs> Caught in the undertow of drugs. What do you suppose the uh, bandana budget was on that? Uh, on that this album? is not a bandana band, though. Mm. <laughs> not really. They, they might be known <laughs> now for uh, you know just with the receding. Uh, yeah. Movies, but. Uh, now here's the other band uh, from the '80s that uh, that and again that that Mr. Big album that whole album for me uh, top to bottom is listenable uh, front to back as is this album uh, by White Snake. What? This is called Love Will Set You Free. David Coverdale. It's 1987. Wow, that, um, that's like that uh, Shirley Jackson short story, The Lottery. Where, uh, <laughs> why do we stone people do that? I don't know. We just always done it. Like, why, it? Why, why are you making an album? We just I make, know. Just but, keep uh, making them. I and, don't know. Why. And the album's called Forevermore. Tradition. Forevermore. Forevermore. And then Mr. Big, what if? It doesn't sound bad. And uh, I think... I think it's good. I think it's like like um, if you're a fan of those of these two bands, you'd be they sure. actually they actually maybe released uh, two of their two of their best albums ever in 2011. Mm-hmm. No, it's good. It's good for those diehards, for those people. Right. For like, if you were like, like no one knew's going to go. Hey, I'm going to I'm going to listen to uh, this uh, Mr. Big album. No one, no one is ever going to do that. It's like a musical equivalent of those Japanese soldiers who didn't hear the war was over and they were stranded on those islands <laughs> and they, ah, just wanted to get a new White Snake album. <laughs> Iraq. <laughs> but no, it, it's like that. And, and right. Uh, no, I, I I'm totally down. I totally agree with you. And there's there's hipster equivalents like um, Urge Overkill had a new album and it's yeah. great, but it's not you know it's not it's not going to sell anything in, yeah. in 2011 and or it's, 12. It's not going to make it be uh, 
1994 right, again. Right, exactly. Whatever. It's not going to. Oh, speaking of that, I watched uh, Pulp Fiction over the uh, over the weekend. And, okay. Uh, oh. which, which, which holds up? Yeah, exactly. You're and, square. And uh, what the hell does uh, uh, Mr. Wolf do that's so special? Like... Like it's so like okay, you got to clean up this car and get out of those bloody clothes. Yeah, like they couldn't have figured that out. He's the equivalent of uh, Doctor Phil for me. Like when the woman comes on and she's getting uh, physically abused, and he says, well, "You, you got to get out of that situation." Really? Oh my God, you are a genius. Give him a TV show. What he what he does that no one else could have done is he knows to take Hollywood way. Oh, there you. That's know, like the key. No one else could foresee that that is the, the uh. root. To get to Toluca Lake it, from Hollywood. Vince Vega doesn't even know the valley. <laughs> Gary, it sounds like you're saying Pulp Fiction does not hold up. No, no. It, <laughs> it holds up. Uh, they got to remake it. <laughs> yeah. I want to well, see what uh, James Marsden would do. Oh. Uh, anyway, here, why don't you hit that one, uh, Matt, if you could read it. And this is, uh, let's talk about some AM gold. This sounds, this really sounds like uh, some old 70s sounds, like some... Loggins and Messina, England Dan and John Ford Coley, Seals and Cross, and, yet, and Firefall. Firefall. Well, I was going with the and because uh, this is uh, Fire and Fall. Fire and Fall because this is Iron and Wine. But it's just one dude. But who calls himself that? And uh, this, so this is just this is a track of all harmony vocal. No harmony here, background vocal. Let's kick it in here. It's called uh, "Tree by the River." Iron and wine on rock solid. Marianne, do you remember the tree by the river? He's reminding me a little of Dave Perner. Really, the voice a little bit oh, from yeah. Soul Asylum okay. when, when he would sing mellow. Dark Enjoying this. Let me kick in for a second here. Huh? Okay. <laughs> right. Sorry about that. I thought it was gonna kick it a little higher there. That's uh, so. That's uh, what do you think about that trend of uh, bands with only one person? Like that, but they're a band. Is that uh... well? I mean, you could say a lot of. I mean, you could say the Pretenders are, are that band now. I mean, it's always been Chrissy Hind and a mm. rotating cast after the first couple albums. So I mean. You know, I if they want to keep the name alive, I don't know. I suppose you're right. Are you yeah. saying like a new band? Like I start a band and I call it, uh, yeah. what, I call it Wood Chips. What's it? Yeah. Oh, who's who's in Wood Chips? Oh, me. Is this me? Yeah. Is this me? But now, when, when they tour, though, he takes people out with him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Especially now. Yeah. He has. He has let me let me introduce the band. Me. Me. And these guys. <laughs> That's here for me, big He's, man. I don't know. I, I guess just be a solo artist. Why? Why call yourself by a band name? Uh, I guess if you want to be in a band, but uh, you're just, you know socially awkward or something. I read. Well, then I didn't call it like the Gary Lucy Band. That would be good. Yeah. What do you have a dumb name? Oh, right. what about like if your name sounds? Oh, like if your name's name. dumb. Yeah. His name's Sam Beam. That's pretty good. Sam Beam. Yeah. yeah, I can see the logo. It's like a bottle yeah. of Jim Beam, but it's yeah. Sam on it. And he's, and he's got a big beard, and he's got uh, five daughters. 
Could you imagine that? Does he have a, he has a, a wife? Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's, they're still married. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of backstory about this guy. And that's, uh, <laughs> right. I mean, I'm sorry, about this band. About this band. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. so that was just, uh, that was a track I thought was overlooked. He was, uh, he used to have this, like, really, he was just super quiet and just, like, very <laughs> mellow and just acoustic, but he's going for a lusher sound. That's kind of a trend that I've spotted. Uh, the lush sound. Yeah, the lush sound produced and uh, kind of the, uh, kids aren't afraid of melody nowadays either. They're I like hope not. And, yeah. So, anyway, all right, well. So I, I, got a, I got a couple back-to-back here. These are going to be back-to-back again. This is an album that I've talked about a million times. I suspect it's going to win a Grammy or two this year. It's the Foo Fighters' Wasting Light, mm. and this is a song called Back and Forth. Ooh. So again, that's an album that I think is great top to bottom. I know Matt, you didn't you you did not care for it that much when I lent it to you. I actually couldn't get into it. Yet. Couldn't get into it. Matt could not get into Wasting Light. I was I, I wasted his time. I didn't give it a fair chance because I just was like, meh, it's the same old Foo Fighters. Well, it does sound like the Foo Fighters, but I think it sounds like the best of the Foo Fighters. And uh, so this next song is a song that we played, I think, last show maybe. But <laughs> I just think it deserves to be heard again a little bit of it. This is the uh, from the Girl in the Dragon Tattoo. This is Karen O, Trent Reznor, and Atticus Ross, and their remake of Immigrant Song, which I just think is amazing. That's pretty chaotic. This is no. what this is what Dexter listens to before he offs someone. <laughs> yeah. Now I understand you like the American version better than the Swedish version of this movie. Well, that's because I don't speak Swedish. <laughs> okay. So, is, it, is there you, any ver- movies that you like the Swedish version better? I don't think so. Oh, but, but, oh, but it's like this. The what about Swe- meatballs? The Swedish. Meatballs? Oh, I forgot. I did. A, oh, I didn't let you go. <laughs> I didn't let you go with your gag. I stepped that. on it. No, fix no. it in editing. Okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> I like meatballs, <laughs> but. I think I like Swedish meatballs better. <laughs> okay, that's good. Okay. Right. So what? fixing it, you're going to steal it? Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. So what I want you to do now is now I want you to edit out everything Gary said. Uh, no, From every, the, the Girl in the Dragon Tattoo, the Swedish version, if I give that a 9.5, then I give the American version a 10. So they're both, wow. they're both good. Man, oh man. But enough about, high, um, enough about movies we like. <laughs> Let's go to you, Gary. All right. This is uh, this is one's going out to uh, our uh, newest listener, a uh, little guy named Frank Valeriano, who was just born uh, last week, and uh, his dad's a super fan, and want to want to want to give him a shout out. And uh, this is a group uh, from Chicago. Are you familiar with Chicago? Uh, yes, uh, yeah, yeah, with uh, with Robert Lamb and Peter Cetera. Exactly. They're uh, from there. It's a uh, they're called the Smith Westerns, and this song is called the Weekend. This came out last January, but uh, yeah, it really stuck with me here. Oh, 
there you go once again. Young kids loving big hooks. Yeah, I like the drums there. That boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Yeah, cool album. Very like T-Rexy and everything like that. It's called uh, Diet Blonde. That's uh, worth a pick up there. The Die, you mean like D-Y-E? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Diet yeah. Blonde. No, yeah. yeah, exactly. They're talking about the pubic hairs. <laughs> right? Of course. Are we, are we all on board with that? <laughs> I think so. All right. <laughs> um, so I'm grouping my things together, like these two coming up. These oh, are two... Uh, these are two old-time rockers, and everyone's thinking, everything you've played is old-time rockers, <laughs> Even Avril Lavigne is old. She's, uh, she's going through menopause, Avril <laughs> um, But this woman actually probably is through menopause. Uh, this is uh, Stevie Nicks had a new album in 2011. Lindsey Buckingham also had a, an album in 2011. I don't, and they were both great albums. Why don't they just make a Fleetwood Mac oh, album, man. you bitches? That would have been sweet. Those bitches. But this is uh, Stevie Nicks. This may be her best album in about 20 years. It's called In Your Dreams, and this song is title track. In your dreams. I just had the other end of your night. I'm always in and out of your mind. Right down the middle of all your dreams. Mm, in your dreams. That was produced by Dave Stewart of Eurythmics. Oh, wow. That guy likes working with the ladies. He does. Um, and now this uh, this next album is uh, by a guy who's uh, 70 years old currently. Whoa. This is uh, Paul Simon from his amazing album, So Beautiful or So What. And this is a song called Rewrite. This is about a guy who's, uh, he's not rewriting a screenplay. He's uh, trying to rewrite his whole life. He's trying to, oh. to go to get, uh, to be a better person. So let's hear. You should raise the stakes. I've been working on my rewrite. That's right. I'm going to change the ending. See, before he dies. And toss it in the trash Every minute after midnight All the time I'm standing It's just for working on my rewrite That's right I'm gonna turn it into cash I've been working at the car wash I consider it my day job Cause it's really not a pay job but that's where I if you like uh, if you like the Graceland album from 1986 this has a lot of the same like uh, world music influences in it and, um, and I, I, don't know, I don't know what I'm talking about. snubbed by Grammy voters this it, album it, seriously it, it has been yeah nothing yeah, it, it seems like total Grammy bait when it came out like this I is, did too I actually predicted uh, that it would be up for maybe album of the year so I'm I'm shocked that that was totally uh, overlooked yeah this that Lindsey Buckingham like you mentioned mm-hmm. was brilliant and uh, also that Glenn Campbell album, remember that that was really good and uh, oh, yeah you play yeah yeah I like get a that. sniff Couldn't hold get on a hope sniff. yeah hold on hope but they it stinks yeah what are you gonna do though guy's got Alzheimer's you can't throw him a bone yeah <laughs> well maybe I'll just tell him he won I can understand why Paul Simon you might go the guy's got a lot of Grammys right and uh, and he's seventy, but, <laughs> but um, he's he's like trying to keep it real though. He's trying to keep. I it think vital. so. Yeah. yeah, you know, age age shouldn't be a factor. Shouldn't be a factor, and it shouldn't be a factor with our next artist here. Okay, let's this hear it. This is uh, this guy's three years old. <laughs> she's like twenty three years old, and this is a song that's probably it's an earworm. You probably just finally got out of your ear, but I'm going to put it right back in there. This is like. You know how uh, you know Harper Lee to Kill a Mockingbird. She wrote she wrote yeah. the one book in her life, and that was it. Right, perfect, done, out, deuces. I'm not writing any more books because I did it. That's how this song is like that for me. It's so perfect. She doesn't really need to rec- make another record, as far as I'm concerned, because it, it can only detract from her greatness. But uh, this is uh, Creation, and this is a uh, this is a <laughs> anthem called Gucci Gucci. Have you heard this? I, I, oh, you are so far. I haven't. <laughs> It's about the difference between fashion and style, Pat. 
She's eating Arby's, she's selling Adderalls to college kids, having gay smoking, sex, smoking blunts, smoking blunts. She doesn't care. This is a lot like the Stevie Nicks CD. That's a lot like the Stevie Nicks CD. Very much. Creation is awesome. She's uh, she's from like me. She's from the Oak Town, she's Oakland, representing. Likes to get hyphy like me, and she uh, she's like this uh, like a like like a Russian you know daughter of Russian immigrants, and uh, you know she probably weighs like ninety five pounds or something. But she's in a big feud with Rick Ross. Do you know that? Uh, I don't know who Rick Ross is. Oh, he's like he looks like uh, you know that that a fighter Kimbo Slice, that backyard brawler. Kind of looks like that, but meaner. You need to name more people. I don't oh. have any idea who you're talking about. <laughs> but uh, you could be making up like, names. Uh, the guy who played uh, Matt says he. Looks yeah. like the guy who played uh, B.A. Baracus in the A-Team movie. Oh, uh, you, oh, you mean uh, Rampage Jackson? Yeah, Rampage. Only Jackson. like super fat. Oh, yeah, fat. yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, but she's in a feud. She doesn't care. Gucci Gucci. hijacked the podcast with names. <laughs> Sorry. Name checking. <laughs> but uh, no idea. that just sounds like the now sound of today, just in t- you know, in touch with what the kids are about. And uh, anyway, that just uh, I just thought that was good. Yeah, and that's I, nice. And the whole album, you like the whole thing? No, she doesn't have an album as far. I mean, it's like she's coming out. she got that out. one song? She's got the one song. It was, you know, 30 million views on YouTube. And um, she was supposed to, in fact, she was, uh, the, the Chili Peppers uh, hired her to direct their video and for that Maggie Salt Rain Dance Maggie but then uh, isn't there aren't there directors that have more uh, more well, experience she, she, directing but uh, but she was just like they wanted a piece of her magic you know what I mean because she was like you know she was like the it girl for I'll tell you what new, new media is taking over yeah <laughs> we need a director for this video go to YouTube <laughs> but uh, she uh, they uh, shelved whatever she came up with but right. uh, yeah I got a I got a feeling it's gonna be like the Nicki Minaj album when that finally came out everyone's like oh yeah but uh, but for know, now <laughs> but for now it's gonna you know, for now you love it I love it I love it all yeah. right. Uh, do you have something? Yeah, back to Foggy Talk on, oh, <laughs> on Rock Solid. Uh, again, these are two my two bands that I've always liked, and they, it's the same old, same old story with me today. Two old bands. They had uh, comeback albums this year, uh, the Bangles and the Cars, and we're going to hear I'll Never Be Through With You by the Bangles, and then we'll jump right into Free by the Cars. Oh, good energy. I wish you could love me. This is the Bangles' best album of all time. Really? I think it is. Even all over the place? You include that? I, I, I do. I think it is. Blasphemer. Co-produced by Matthew Sweet. I need to listen to it. Let's jump right into Free from the Cars. Nick Kasich finally said yes. <laughs> Matt is strumming his air guitar. Do some robot. 
If that comes on the radio, you say, hey, that's the cars. Mm-hmm. Also, if that comes on your radio, you say, what happened to my radio? <laughs> Why is it playing? The cars are on my radio. <laughs> but uh, those are two albums I don't think people have heard, unless, again, you're those diehard, White Snake, Mr. Big, uh, Bangles and Cars fans. But uh, the cars uh, went on tour, 12 dates, and uh, that's it. Thanks, Rick. That's it? Out? That's, that's it. That's I think that's done? it. That's done. Oh They're done. He finally they went out of gas. Ah, oh. Matt said they ran out of gas. Maybe they'll get a new member and make it a hybrid. Mm, the new cars with Todd Rundgren. Oh right, that that wasn't too bad. I didn't mind that that much, but uh, uh, it wasn't too. I saw that tour uh, twice. Yeah, but uh, well, what a shame. That was uh, that's it for them, huh? I guess. Uh, well, I mean, they can record again, but uh, I know after those twelve live dates, that's it. Well, it wasn't like they were the greatest live group. Oh, they're they're yeah. mesmerizing on stage. <laughs> they uh, they get up there and then they stand. Yeah, <laughs> and they play, and uh, and then they then they talk. They say, uh, uh, "How's everyone doing?" And then they play a song, and then they say, "This one is a new one." It's like a yeah, wax museum. It is like a wax museum. It's crazy. <laughs> um, and the drummer wore uh, headphones like I'm wearing. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and was uh, struggling with his instrument like I've never seen a person struggle before. Really? He was That's... like wrestling an alligator up there with that drum set. It was like, oh, he hasn't really, he really hasn't played in 27 years. Why well, okay. can't I think of his name? That's not LED. That's no, uh, David Robinson. David Robinson, yeah. right? Yeah, who was uh, he was in this. What did you say? <laughs> From the San Antonio no, 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 the Admiral on drums. That was why he was having such trouble. No, the cars, David. <laughs> the cars, David Robinson. He also designed all the cars albums cover album covers. He was probably like a really supposed to be like an artist, and they just said, "Well, can you maybe hold down the the beat?" And he said, "Yes." But they just put him in there. They just put him in there. You know, he was in uh, the Modern Lovers. Did you ever get into that? Oh no, I did not. Yeah, with uh, that was. Uh, you know, like, uh, you know, Class of 77, like one of the original punk bands, but it was Jonathan Richmond. Have you heard of him? Oh, yeah, sure. And then uh, and then uh, Dave Robson on drums, and then uh, Jerry Harrison went on to... Ooh, uh, Talking Heads. Yeah, and then another fella, and, uh, and then, that Roadrunner and all that stuff. But, oh, nice. Uh, we're way off the topic. Now. We are. Let's, let's jump in. Let's get back. Uh, we're t- we're, uh, we're uh, just uh, taking a look back at 2011, some of the uh, things we hadn't talked about yet on the podcast, some good things. This is uh, another trend I spotted. It seemed like, it seemed like big groups are a big trend nowadays, like, you know, 30, 40 people people on stage like Arcade Fire <laughs> and stuff like that but um, this uh, how this, many members in Arcade Fire I think they have like 11 people or something like that or that's just, a lot when you got to split up the money exactly yeah <laughs> I, I like that guy that decides to have a band by himself then maybe that's <laughs> the to way to go all the jack so in, we got the mini, miniature bands and we have the big bands this band only has like you know five members which is like a pretty standard number but their name is Group Love and it sounds like they have like a thousand people and um, there's a classic rock connection here but first let's hear a little bit of their song Tongue Tied okay Group Love on Rock Solid Doesn't sound like a thousand people like Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros or one of those polyphonic sprees or something.
hiccups there in the thing. That's uh, Group Love featuring on drums uh, the son of uh, Trevor Rabin. From uh, oh really from yes yeah. from yes yeah. from eighties uh, yes eighties yes yeah from exactly. let's have a hit song yes exactly owner of a lonely heart yes so you see he's got he's got it in the jeans there very good but that sounds pretty good huh that did, I did like that now Groove you were talking it. about Edward Sharp yeah yeah I saw them on Conan O'Brien like I was at the show when oh, they were wow. on and uh, they those guys those guys like stink like Re- not, is that not, a fact not as musicians they just <laughs> they physically just smell very uh, holistic like and uh, yeah like they're living the earthy like they just don't look like oh look at those guys dirty hippies oh no they're dirty hippies <laughs> and you're right there's like I, there might even be people in the band that don't play instruments they just they dance I think <laughs> they, they just sway <laughs> I'm not kidding <laughs> I think that's a trend with the young people I think like like I, I have some sisters in their 20s and it seems like a lot of their friends they like you know there's a lot more like group living situations maybe it's the economy or whatever right. but it seems much more of a like a tribal culture almost where they just have these pods and they're living together are you, are you saying that your siblings are sister wives <laughs> is that what you're telling me no no not at all i totally I'm saying they're dirty hippies <laughs> um okay i'm gonna jump into two two things that came out this year they mm-hmm. just came out the tail end of this year oh uh, by the rolling stones okay but these are not uh these are not new songs these are um two live albums that are just seeing the light of day in 2011 the first one is called The Brussels Affair Live, 1973. And you can only get it on googlemusic.com. Oh. It's only available there for like four ninety nine, And I'm like, four ninety nine. I'll download it. I love the Stones. It's the best Stones live album I've ever heard. Forget all of their 20 regular releases, live albums. They had some bad live albums. but this, Yeah, this, this is one's one. really good. Uh-huh. And let's hear, uh, let's hear Angie from oh, this. Okay. Well, What year is this? This is 73. This is uh, Goat's Head Goat's Soup. Head Soup. So Mick Taylor. From whence the Angie comes. Yep. There's just a feel on this live album. And plus, again, I like live albums when they're from one specific show. Right. Did you saw? I just... I, I love it. Yeah, Mick Taylor, very underrated. Yeah. Probably a lot of waffles backstage. Yeah. This was in Belgium. <laughs> so this is, uh, then this next one, this is this is uh, from 1978. Uh, there was a DVD released, and this is the only place you can get the CD. They th- threw a bonus CD in there if you bought the DVD. And it's uh, live in 78. This is uh, on the Some Girls Tour. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, I burped. It's terrible. Not good broadcasting. <laughs> And this is, um, I know, I just, <laughs> I, I can't stop burping now. <laughs> this is when the whip comes down from 78. So Mick Taylor's going and Ron Wood is in the band now. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll save my money and I'll take a train wherever I go. And me the same when the whip comes down. When the whip comes down. They play eight of the ten songs from Some Girls on this concert. Oh. Solo, but uh, yeah, I just point those out because I know uh, you know Stones fans. If you if you're tired of their uh, crappy live albums, these are two really good live albums, and, and really really have a feel for the era that they were uh, that they were in at that point in their career. I can't talk; don't know what I'm saying. 
Uh, 73 was, and 78. There's no shortage of uh, Good Stones product this year. They really... Uh, no, they re-released Some Girls with a bonus uh, disc of 12 songs that were cool. I wonder, but, uh, you know, as deep a well it is, it is, there is a bottom to it. Like, what, what are they going to get to? Are they going to start, uh, oh, we're going to get some dirty work outtakes. Uh, the, the worst. <laughs> That's dirty work is the worst. <laughs> it's so terrible. I have uh, the version album. of uh, One Hit to the Body. Yeah, it's just like, terrible. <laughs> and One Hit to the Body is one of the better songs on the album. <laughs> Such an 80s piece of crap that they did. And Steve Lillywhite produced it. Oh, is that a fact? It's cr- yeah, it's crazy. Hmm. Just goes to show you. I know. Speaking of Steve Lillywhite. Hey, let me hear it. He produced this next thing we're what about to hear now. Heck? What are the odds of that? What the F? This is uh, this is a real guilty pleasure. This is something that, uh, it's a show tune, in fact. It's uh, it's uh, it's Reeve Carney, the Edge and Bono from the Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. It's called Rise Above. And Bono's singing on this too? He sings a little bit. You'll hear How come I haven't heard this? Oh. You gotta listen to the radio. Radio? <laughs> This is a guilty pleasure, like like when I'd hear that Evanescence song or something from that superhero movie. Let me ask you, if you two released these songs, would it be a good album? I don't know. Okay. Maybe. Could be. But you think the songs might not be good? This was the hit single. Well, that sounds great. That's Reeve Carney. He plays Spider-Man. That's not Bono? That's right not there? Bono. Isn't that something? Yeah, it sounds, sounds like, like Bono. Yeah. That's Bono, right? about Reeve Carney is uh, one they're they're uh, doing a uh, a Jeff Buckley movie and he's going to be uh, Jeff Buckley so that'll be oh that sounds like good casting yeah, just from hearing like, this from his voice and yeah very good looking kid and uh, his his mom actually goes to our church and uh, you know he's you know nice lady and nice kid and everything like that but yeah when we heard the news like oh he's going to be in that Spider-Man musical it was like it's like oh my god he got shipped off to Iraq or something you know, because people are <laughs> dropping like flies in there but uh, and he plays Spider Man he plays Spidey that's a big break he flies around the uh, yeah around the place so what they call it theater yeah yeah it's, it's called the theater <laughs> Gary do you have any uh, big disappointments of 2011 um, something you were really looking forward to and then you were like oh let me think wow uh, boy that's not good kind of caught me off guard there well I was um, I was a little uh, I mean saddened by the uh, by the uh, breaking up of uh, this band here this uh, uh, Matt will play a little bit of it uh, right now see if you can guess what it is here, this is Sonic Youth R.E.M. This is Sonic Youth. Okay, cool. <laughs> this is R.E.M.? Yeah. This is from their last album. Or, yeah. you know, the one before this greatest hit. I never album. got to see them live. Oh, man. Okay, I'll let you hear the uh, chorus, then I'll ask you what this song's about. Mm-hmm. 
Mine smell like honey. Mm-hmm. That's right. This is a song about a bee bragging about his farts. And that's why they had to break up. <laughs> now, when they all when they all sat down, when Peter Buck yeah. and Mike Mike Mills and, yeah. and uh, Stipe they came into the room and they uh-huh. go, well, let's uh, let's. Does anyone have any ideas? Let's start the songwriting process. <laughs> and who who raised their hand with that? That sounds pretty Stipey to me. But uh, but a good album. Yeah, it was great. It was a re- yeah real return to form, and and the, uh, and, the, and, the and the previous album was good too. Accelerated. It was good. That, uh, yeah, accelerated was fine. They went. I think it was good. I was going to say, oh, that breakup was ten years too late, but it was right on time because they got to go out on top a little bit. They did. I like that song until the that comes to the break when they start going. Whoever smelt it, dealt it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just corny. It's like one too far, a little too far. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Do they have a song about cutting the cheese? <laughs> That's what Radio Free Europe is. So about. you were disappointed by the breakup of REM, but not by the product released, right? Right. Just right, right, to right. clarify, exactly. exactly, exactly. That was very fine. Um, a lot of people uh, slagged off this Strokes album. Can we hear a little bit of that uh, thing? I thought it was just what's fine. this guy Ju- uh, Casablancas? Julian Casablancas. I thought it was uh, good. I thought it was uh, sounded strokey. Nice angular guitar work. Um, yeah, how do you not like that? <laughs> That's great. It's just, it's just fine, yeah. And um, I think it's, you know, maybe just backlashy. I would. How I long has it been between albums? That's the problem, kids. That was about five years. Yeah, I was like yeah. Nowadays, you got to keep your yeah, name keep out there. You mm-hmm. can't. You can't go. Well, I'm going to do my solo project, and then I'll come back and do a Strokes album. No, yeah. can't do it. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. No, you got to keep keep the product out there. My disappointment, I'm not even yeah. going to play any of it. I'll just tell you what it was, mm-hmm. was these uh, these guys from San Francisco, City by the Bay. Yeah, yeah. This guy's named Journey. Oh, no. They released their uh, second album with the uh, Arnel Pineda. Okay. The guy from the uh, Philippines. Sure. That they found. YouTube sensation. Yes. First album with this guy, Stellar. Uh-huh. 10 out of 10. Every song, oh, Journey winner. Very popular in his homeland. It sold like lumpia it, over there. It's crazy. <laughs> so then they release an album. They call it Eclipse, and they spell it They spell it like they did like Escape with letters oh, okay. and numbers. So it's like right. ECL1P53 Eclipse. Which, as we learned from Matt, is called? Leet Speak. Leet Speak. Leet Speak. Yes. Did I say that right? And then they make the uh, then the album cover the album cover they put that scarab spaceship on it right. just like Escape so you think yeah. oh there's gonna be like this album's gonna be like Escape uh-huh. and it's some prog rock yes type of bullshit with <laughs> songs are six six forty four uh. six twenty seven six ten these big long it's like they forgot how to write Journey's supposed to yeah three minute songs that people can sing along to and drink a Budweiser and wave a flag to. <laughs> Don't yeah, prog rocky bullshit. Why, why? Why are you entering a second experimental phase? Like you, yes. you know, we've worked it out now. We've yeah. you, know, you got a guy that sounds like Steve Perry <laughs> yeah. for a reason. Not the formula. You didn't. You didn't not look around YouTube for two years to find a guy that sounds like Steve Perry. So then you, that you could play Emerson Lake and Palmer stuff. Yeah, like and if you know you want to jet like oh I'm going to throw some uh, those uh, those uh, craisins into my. Uh, those, uh, into my tuna salad Okay Something like that Jazz it up a little bit Like that but. Song titles blow Resonate mm. Tantra When you were t- Human feel <laughs> Ritual Shut up Tantra Tantra oh, No don't tell me 
But that doesn't uh, what about what it makes I mean. me long for something called ROCK in the USA at this point when I hear <laughs> songs gonna be called Resonate Track Six Resonate <laughs> Resonate Fuck, Shut up Resonate Yeah Did um, when you were describing that album cover that made me think I don't know if we've talked how have we not talked about did we talk about that ELO Discovery album cover and the, uh, and the discovery I made about that No No No. Okay, picture the ELO Discovery album cover. The guy's like looking at the thing on the front. Like, yeah, he's Aladdin. like dressed like Aladdin. Yeah, yeah. Like he found a treasure or and, a lamp. We did, we did talk okay, we did we talk did, about I that. I don't remember. Okay, good. And, uh, and it's Brad Garrett on the back? <laughs> it's Brad Garrett on the back. It the, does look like Brad Garrett? No, no, it's totally yeah. Brad Garrett. He's like 19 years old. It's he, really Brad Garrett? Yeah, it was back? like it was like first gym. I don't remember this at all. <laughs> we totally talked about it. like two weeks ago. Did you talk about it on his episode of Never Not Funny? Now, um, oh. may because uh, I don't remember this at all. Oh. Did you not listen to his episode? Never <laughs> That's okay if you didn't, but I was uh, no, it's uh, not. <laughs> to Gary's episode. We are a family. <laughs> <laughs> family. Uh, I was too busy writing letters to the Journey's management <laughs> about that crummy about album. this crummy Eclipse album. Uh, and then uh, that also made me think: Have you been hearing that uh, lately? It's been floating around the internet. There's that, like it's just the isolated vocals of uh, Bob Seger, uh, Hollywood Nights. No, I just, but I just saw Bob Seger last week. Did you? Yeah, at the four, at the uh, Staples. at Staples Center. How was that? Uh, well, <laughs> um, uh, how can I say that? It, it makes you it makes you really when you go see Bob Seger, you really see why Bruce Springsteen's Bruce Springsteen, right? Because like Bob Seger, uh, fourteen people on stage, uh-huh. no backdrop, right? No no video screens, <laughs> okay. barely lighting. Wow! I mean, they just come out. And they play the songs, and he sounded great. Uh-huh. Everyone sounds great, but there's no showmanship. It's like uh, this one was uh, this one's from '73. <laughs> okay, you know this one's about the road. Uh huh. And uh, and if you know, we didn't have good good enough seats to where I could even see his face. Right, right. <laughs> you know, so it's like He's so, a video screen. So that's why when when people say Springsteen is awesome, Springsteen is uh, compared to other people his age with music of similar styles. Yeah, he blows them out of the water. The guy runs around, slides on his knees, kisses the big man. God bless his soul. God bless his soul. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm pouring out some of my coke. But uh, but he sounded good. So I mean, I don't know what the, I don't know what to say. But uh, and also like uh, the years have not been kind to Bob, like compared to Bruce. Like no, like why does? Do you think Bruce has had some work done? Um, I would say maybe he had some some hair plugs. Maybe that's okay. I suppose. Yeah, but I don't think. Uh, and, and uh, how many procedures do you think he had? <laughs> maybe he had. Uh, I tell you something. I, I told Patty that I was gonna get some plugs, <laughs> and she said, "Bruce, how many?" This makes me laugh because she, she asked me how many hair plugs I was gonna get, and I said, yeah. "I'm gonna take it slow. We're yeah. probably gonna start out with one, two, three, four. It's probably for the best." What if he did just have four hair plugs? <laughs> That's it. That's all I need. That's all I need. I call this one Scooter. Changes <laughs> uh, made up town when this big plug joined my head. <laughs> what? I am trying to find a picture of Brad Garrett from the back of that Discovery album, and I can't. That is unbelievable. I'll see if I can find it. It's, it's, uh, and you'll say, oh, my God, that's William. He's 19 years old. But this Bob Seger thing, like, it's, uh, he sounds great, but um, there's a lot of, like, Brenda Vaccaro breathing in there. Oh, really? Like, she was looking so right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. By the time he played his last song of the night, which was uh, he closed out with Rock and Roll Never Forgets, mm-hmm. he was gassed. He, he was done. Mm-hmm. That was, that was, there couldn't have been another song <laughs> yeah. if you had wanted another song. Uh-huh. And he didn't play like a rock. Oh, really? Oh, that's good. Which was fine. 
played. He played all good. He, 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 he didn't play. play shake, the, he didn't play Shakedown. He played the song that was better, like like a paper, which is not quite as good as I'm Pat Francis. Like a <laughs> hey, uh, that was our best or worst best or, or whatever. Worst whatever. Or just a 2011 in stuff review. that we liked or didn't like. You don't have uh, to agree or disagree. Uh, but post what you guys liked in 2011. Maybe there's stuff out there that we haven't heard. I'm sure that I haven't heard. So uh, I got a real chill wave vibe to take us out if you want. Oh yeah, let's do this it. This is uh, this is a song called uh, the Wilhelm Scream. Do you know what the Wilhelm Scream is? Nope. It's like a classic uh, sound effect from like the Universal Library. It's like it's in a lot of movies, and you're like, ah! you're like, okay, oh, that's that scream. It. But this is uh, this is a guy named James Blake. This is like the minimum requirements you need for the song. He's got it's like a British kid. He's got kind of like a got a Michael McDonald thing going. <laughs> but, uh, I'm Gary Lucy. Friend us on uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Tweet us, retweet us. Tell all your friends people to listen about Rock Solid. Write a nice and, review, and we will uh, we'll uh, catch you back here next time. Thank you, Matt Belknap. Thanks, Matt Belknap, Silent Partner. Thanks, Preston. We out. <laughs>